It's the Duffin' Up Podcast. What is going on, Duff Daddies and Duff Mamas? It is Thursday, September 29th. I almost forgot the date. That would have been really bad on me. And welcome to the Duffin' Up Podcast. My name is Brendan Monroe. As always, we are not joined by Michael tonight. <laughs> Just because he is on, uh, he's on daddy duty, so we will not be seeing him. But we do have the man, the myth, the legend himself, the Irish Chooch, Timmy O'Reilly. Timmy, calling in from the fire station. How are we doing tonight? What's going on, Brendan? Have you ever forgotten the date? I, I've, it's something that goes underappreciated because I don't, have, I never have to look at the date before we start this, and you always remember the date or you always look at is that something you have to prepare for before we start no so it's very helpful that i have <laughs> i have my mac and i just have it on the top so it just says you know date and we do obviously we record the night before so i'm like oh it's wednesday september 28th we'll add a day so thursday september 29th we're we're rolling baby we are rolling and i just didn't check it before so i had to find it up here <laughs> No, I appreciate the uh, the work you do behind the scenes. You know, it, it often goes un, unlooked and underappreciated. So, yeah, thanks for remembering the dates all the time. <laughs> little uh, in, industry secret telling telling the, the listeners that we we do it. Uh, we say the wrong date just so for when it, it's released. I know right. it's like a magician never shows, never reveals his tricks, and I just revealed my trick to everyone. We're, but we're, yeah, we're fully transparent here. Magic isn't real anyway, right? Matt, uh, hey, don't tell six-year-old Brendan that, okay? He would be very you, mad at you. Did you, were you a magic guy? Oh, my God. I loved, though. I freaking loved magic growing up. I thought it was so funny. I mean, not funny, but, like, I was mystified by it. I had no idea. Whenever they cut open the people, I legitimately thought they cut them in half. Like, I was too much of a dum-dum to realize they just pushed through legs onto the other side. And it was just like, oh, okay, now I get it. Did did you ever give magic a go yourself? Like, did you? No, do it? no, 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 no. That would be, that would be an epic story. That would be. Un- honestly, it might some, even be uh, a point. But. Like, uncover some uh, home video of you doing a, a magic show for the parents. Oh, oh my! That imagine be, that, that the magnificent cool. Monroe. Oh, <laughs> magnificent Monroe. Wow. Speaking wow. of which, we have not even introduced our man. He is back from the very, very sunny and very beautiful islands of Hawaii because we're going to save for which ones he went to because he's going to tell us some stories. But mm-hmm. Ryan O'Reilly, back on the mainland. Aloha. Probably a, little, probably a little depressed, but that's okay. You're allowed to be. But aloha to you, bra guy. Yeah, aloha. Post-vacation depression is real. I am... Um, not, not that I'm miserable, but it, it was much, much happier, much warmer, much, uh, much more peaceful there on, on the island. Um, I'm just fully transitioning my clock from island time to uh, Brookline time, I guess, <laughs> is uh, Eastern Standard Time. Um, Those are very different times, very different, very times. different times. Yeah, I know. It, it's crazy. I was, I, I was golfing this morning in pants. Uh, at pants and a quarter zip I was like oh man this was uh, it's crazy I packed uh, as I was unpacking yesterday or two days ago uh, I was pulling out all the the long sleeves I had like 
pants I had uh, a couple a couple like a quarter zip and stuff and I was like I didn't touch these because normally when you go say to Florida or somewhere warm it gets cool at night and and so you are throwing on like a, a quarter zip for dinner or or whatever but I didn't touch it once it was hot all day all night um in a good way but it was like hot. it was like in the 80s so it wasn't like unbearable and I loved it mm-hmm. there was a constant breeze um, even when it rained, like it would rain for like 15 minutes and it was still, um, it was still like warm out. And so we didn't even mind the rain, honestly, but no, it was, it was beautiful. I, I flew into Honolulu airport there and we stayed on that island, uh, island of Oahu, which was great. Yep. Uh, we rented a car um, because the wedding, w- so we got in Sunday, the wedding wasn't until Thursday. So nice. um, my girlfriend and I, we, we rented a car and um, we bounced around uh, around the island of Oahu. We, were, we went hiking, we went uh, to every beach, snorkeling, you name it. It was amazing. Um, I couldn't have, couldn't have uh, planned a better trip. But, I mean, the wedding was beautiful too on Thursday. It was uh, my girlfriend's brother. He was getting married right on the beach. It was a, a beach wedding. Um, surrounded like the beach was beautiful itself blue water huge waves and then it was surrounded by like volcano volcanoes uh, uh, palm trees it was just immaculate I, I'm riding high still off of off of the trip um even even uh here what is it Thursday um of of this week um <laughs> I'm still riding high but good to be back and I did to, to transition back to the golf podcast um, we did play one round of golf, um, and it was it was a more casual, laid back round um, because we had uh, the bride's parents, um, my girlfriend, um, her father, um, the groom, and uh, the groom's best man. And so, um, outside of um, myself and um, my girlfriend and her dad, uh, no one really golfs regularly. So we played like an executive course um, that was all. Uh, mainly all par threes except for the last two or three holes were par fours and they were drivable par fours so um but I mean the course itself was immaculate I mean it was like a lot of tropical climate courses the 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 grass was pretty rough like not rough but it was like hard it wasn't like the soft luscious grass that that we're all used to here at least um, for the, the public courses at least. And, uh, but it was, it was great conditions. Um, and again, surrounded, I mean, all of Hawaii, you're surrounded by volcanoes and, and palm trees and stuff, but it was just immaculate all, all together. Um, so it was, it was an awesome, awesome time playing there. Rent, rented a set of clubs, which was great. And they were all Cobra clubs. Um, pretty, pretty good, pretty good clubs, um, there. And, uh, and I didn't lose a single ball, which was great. I think, feel like that's a big win because with rental clubs, you're bound to not hit the ball how you normally hit them. And I was, I mean, it, granted it was a, an executive course, but it was great. I, 10 out of 10 would recommend both golf wise and just vacation wise. I, I don't know how you didn't lose a single ball. Like I feel like I go to par three courses and I still lose balls. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, it was, I mean, um, we ended up like we we played uh, like I said it, because a lot of the people that we we had two foursomes and so um, a majority of the people that were we were playing with uh, were were new to golf so we did switch to like a scramble format 
um, and uh, and played played a scramble there, which was absolutely fun. And and even more so, I feel like scrambles is when you lose balls the most too, because you're just ripping and ripping it. But um, I was pride. I was I was paired with the bride, so it was the it was a two two person scramble. So it was the bride and I, and nice. um, she she doesn't golf much, so um, I couldn't just grip it and rip it for the most part. I had to to do a lot, but she she hit the putts that I didn't hit. Um, it's just I feel like the old saying, "Putt like a kid." Don't don't no need to read it. Just just grip it and rip it on the greens kind of thing. And so she hit a lot of good clutch put, putts there. Um, so it was fun. It was a blast. Great to be back in this nice cold, cold weather. I say cold relatively just because it's not 86 and sunny, but, um, happy to be back and, um, excited. I, I'm, I'm sorry for missing last week's pod. It was a good one. I listened to it with Ryan and especially disappointed that I missed episode 69. Are you kidding me? The one, one I missed, that's, that's a big bummer. Oh. I wasn't going to bring it up. I was not going to bring it up, but Brag, I brought it up. You did miss episode 60. Mike would have made a much bit. Mike also missed episode 69. So if Mike was on that podcast, we, it would have gone like three hours just because Mike would have been making 69 jokes the entire time and just giggling to himself. Just for my own pleasure, you should have done the episode 68 and a half and then make this episode (laughs) 69. That would have been epic. That would have been fantastic. I'm glad. Oh. I'm glad I didn't know it was episode 69, or else I would have been very immature, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And well, then I uh, said no. I did. I never say the episode numbers. I need to start doing that again. So we're good on the dates. We're bad on the episode numbers. <laughs> need right, to get the right. episode numbers back into play. Brian, what was it like to see a volcano? I, I don't know. I've never seen a volcano in real life. What was it like to see a volcano like in person? Like in the flesh, it's like a it's like a president. You've seen the president on TV, but I've never seen a living president in person. Was it like a was it shocking? Was it describe that? So great question because in my head, and I feel like in a lot of people's heads, a volcano you just picture it being like a mountain that has potential to erupt. Um, but so when I when we got there, um, I was just like knowing it was it was all. I mean, basically the islands are all made of, of like lava or like, it's basically, that's how they were formed. Mm-hmm. And right. so we're, we're driving by all these volcanoes. And so in my head, I was just like, okay, that, that peak is a volcano. That peak is a volcano, but it comes to turn out that the entire thing, volcanoes are almost a hundred times bigger than I thought, because the entire range of these peaks that I thought were individual volcanoes the entire range is just the the inside, like the rim of a, a volcano that can go for like 50 miles. Like it's like these things are freaking huge. Like it's absolutely insane. I like I'll have to show you pictures, but I didn't I thought that. Yeah, like I thought they were just like individual mountains, but the like 50 or so peaks is just like the inner or just the rim of one volcano and so for the most part like you'll like you'll have like if you're if you're facing if you're facing the ocean and the rim is like this behind you so it's like basically like my collar um half of the volcano is actually sunken and in the water so like wow basically it's just like a mountain range here and here and this part like on my collar 
here is is the water and the ocean and it's just half of the rim in the water so it was i mean it was immaculate and i want to go like i, I want to go back to hawaii to begin with um just in general because there's a few other islands too that we're able to go to some islands your tourists aren't able to go to you have to be a resident of hawaii but the ones that you can go to like the big island which is actually called hawaii um they have a national park there with active volcanoes and and such cool. kind of like similar to i guess like yellowstone so when i go back i want to go to the big island and see like an active volcano or at least even if it's not like smoking or seeing lava or anything just knowing that it's active is like i think would be really cool um right just, right but yeah 10 out of 10 and it's cool because you can go to like the you can do like day trips uh to the other islands for like like 50 or 50 to 70 bucks you can just take a, a flight from island to island and go kind of similar to like um like the uh the Aran islands in ireland or mm -hmm. or even block island i guess just go go there for the day and then come back so when you're there like you, the main airport is honolulu coming from the mainland and then you can kind of go to a few other islands like Maui or, or the big island Hawaii, but yeah. So the answer your question, the volcano thing is insane because I didn't realize that they were like that big. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah. Did you, did you go to Pearl Harbor and see so, USS so, Arizona? Yeah. So I didn't end up, we didn't actually end up going to Pearl Harbor or, or, but I mean, the, well, the cool, the funny thing is the main highway. So there's like one main highway and the name of the highway for all you Dragon Ball Z fans is the Kamehameha highway. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the highway there. But yeah. So when you're driving down the highway there, you'll see signs. And it was like a couple miles from like Waikiki in the Honolulu area where, where I was for the majority of it. Um, so I, I would see signs for Pearl Harbor and such, because it's a huge Harbor and, basically a majority of Hawaii is just all like army naval bases um, there which so it's, it's very active military there but um, what I missed out on because the golf course that we played is when I was looking at pictures and reviews le leading up to it um, some of the pictures showed that you can see Pearl Harbor and the USS Arizona Memorial from the golf course but we only played the front nine. And so we, I didn't get to see, see it from, from there. So I guess the back nine is where you get the view of, of seeing Pearl Harbor and, and the, uh, the monument and memorial. So that's, Damn. that's also something I'll have to go back and, and actually um, do it. We just didn't have much time. It was like uh, a lot of, a lot of family time, but also just wedding and stuff. So, um, so more reason to go back to. No, that's speaking sounds... of travel back. Speaking of travel back, did uh, Mrs. Monroe uh, have a nice trip? And is she back? Our, she is, our tournament she is, sponsor. She is not back. I know our presenting sponsor. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, no, Mama Monroe is is on a flight back from JFK to Boston right now. Uh, she she spent a lovely time in Greece, and then Ooh. that leads us into our little golfing trip because she. Uh, She's a part of this charity called My Brother's Keeper. It's a great organization. Very, very nice people. Fantastic. I used to volunteer there where I was a kid. But they have a golf tournament every year. And so, obviously, she gets to go because she's heavily involved in it. So Brian, Brian she Mrs. Monroe, she is, like, a big wig over there. There's, yeah. like, 
they, they're calling her name at the raffles. They're like, Nancy Monroe, Nancy Monroe. And she's like, they, I don't know. She walked, I don't know. She's just not, she's a not big, surprised in the least. I'm not no. surprised. I love to hear that. No, so great she, cause, uh, great, great lady. Yeah. She couldn't play. So she gave the tickets to the Duffin' Up Boys. And we went in, and our team name was Nancy Monroe. And everyone looked at us when there was four, na- like, and everyone kind of looked at us and they're like, You're not Nancy Monroe. <laughs> but, uh, but we went in, we shot 14 under as a group, and we got the dub. Oh my and, God. Yeah. Tell me about it. What, oh. what went well? What, I mean, obviously you won, so mo- more went well than not, but what went well? What didn't go well? Um, what went yeah. well is they sold mulligans. Right. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I was gonna, I was gonna ask about that. So we bought yep. mulligans. I think they were 10 bucks a mully or 10 bucks a mully, I think. And so you get up to eight mulligans. And boy, did we we used all eight, and uh, it came in very handy. It came in very very handy. Yeah, what are, we what had are your, a couple. What are your feelings on, putts. on that? How do you guys feel about being able to purchase mulligans? I know, like it ended up helping you win, but overall thoughts. I I feel I feel like Tim's Tim's got a got a strong opinion on those. And, oh. Well, either it's either it's either everybody gets the same amount without buying them. So, like say. It, like say you get eight mulligans i think everyone no matter how like whether you have to pay for them or not everyone should get eight mulligans uh or zero at all i, I love not having them but if everyone if there's going to be mulligans i would love it if everyone had the fair share of everybody gets eight mulligans which i'm sure a lot of people did and so it's, it's a good for a good cause so it's tough but um but it was in the in the it does seem like the score was not illegitimate because everyone got the opportunity to buy the mulligan, but um, in the moment, it was an absolute blast. It was so much fun. It was so it's like it's tough to, to rat on the mulligans because there was a couple of them that like really could have tipped tipped the uh, the iceberg in, in the correct way. I don't even think that's the saying. It's not a saying, but I'm gonna go with it. Um, and uh, so mulligans, either everyone gets them or no one gets them. And uh, but boy, it was it was a riot! It was a riot. Mike would say it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Thank you, oh, Nancy, yeah. for having us there. That was great. The scramble format—that's that's how it was. So like, what else? Yep. Do they have like any air cannons? Any other prizes? Like, no, what no, 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 no. This is a nice little Catholic organization, so they're not. Gonna, they're not no, gonna, no weaponry. No weaponry. Uh, they had a longest drive, which Tim won. Hey, so finally. Absolutely hammered. Tim, how far do you, like, I mean, I was, I think I hit the best, one of the best drives of my entire life. And for full context, I won the the long drive last year. So <laughs> oh. Tim beat me this year. I was very upset about it. But but you don't I understand. Had, we ha- We had four dynamite drives on that hole. And Brendan, mm. after after we all finished, Brendan's like, why did we all have to hit those drives on this hole? Yeah. Why like, couldn't one of us saved it? Because then we had four garbage drives on the next hole. Yes. <laughs> all of us had absolutely garbage drives. So how, how many mullies you use on that one? None. <laughs> we didn't use a single one. Nope. We only used mul- we agreed you use mullies on the green and le- and I think we only used the mullies on the green. I don't think we ever had a 
uh, a mulligan, no matter how much Mike wanted, Mike wanted a mulligan. Mike wanted mulligans after every shot. We did do one chip. We did do we one did chip. One chip. We did one chip on the 18th hole. That's right. Cause we were all like 20 feet away. And then I tried to re-chip it and it, uh, and blew it past the hole. Oh I my goodness. I feel like, I feel like the putting is, is where you, you, uh, at least our, the way that the, all of us play is we scramble. Like we not, we're not in a scramble format, but we scramble out there. We're absolutely saving pars. We're saving bogeys. So it's like, we're used to having, uh, fixing a, a bad tee shot or a bad approach or whatever, but putting. Yeah. I feel like, cause that's in any of the scrambles, I feel like like, yeah, you get four, four tries at it with four different putts, but boy, is it heartbreaking when you miss right, when you miss left, when you miss mm-hmm. long, when you miss short, it's, that's tough. The thing we is, also is started that- very similar. We also started very, did we go five under through the first five holes or six under through? We started very similar and then we started parring and I was like, rut row, like we're back. We're, we're back. We, we almost had a Nathan Parker classic repeat where we just kept parring for no reason whatsoever. But, um, no, we had a great, great round. Um, everybody hit like one monumental shot that made the difference. Brendan hit like this unbelievable three wood from like 240 yards onto the green. And it was the best shot. I mean, I've only played a few rounds with you, Brendan, but that was the best shot I've ever seen you. And then we all read the putt wrong. Right. We all read the putt wrong. And then Jimmy had a chip in on a par three and the people behind us were watching and they erupted when we erupted, Jimmy chipped in. It was great. Mike had a, a, he had a few good putts, but on the, the last hole, he we used a mulligan. We had one mulligan left, right, and the the putt was probably what forty feet, feet. forty yeah, feet, 40, forty-five 40. feet, mm. and uh, and we're like, there's no way. I mean, we had a mulligan left anyway, and he this drained it, it, drained it. Um, we didn't know how much we were going to win by. We ended up winning by two, I believe, Brendan. Right? Yes. We didn't even need the mully on the last hole, but it was just in case because what they they had the leaderboard online too, mm. and I was keeping track of our score. And I was like, so Timmy was writing it on the card and I was keeping it on, on the phone. So I had the live leaderboard going the entire time. And I was just like, okay, we're doing good. Okay. We're doing good. Oh, wait, why do I only see three? Like, why do I only see three groups on here? There's like 40 of us. There's 40, I think there was 42 groups, 43 groups. Um, and then I realized that it was just showing the top three and you had to click in to see the full leaderboard. And we were at the top and I saw that by hole nine, we were at the top and I'm like, Oh wow. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe like a lot of groups aren't using it, but I like hole 13, I clicked in and I saw that we were at the top of everyone. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, okay. I was like, do I tell everyone or do I not tell everyone? And I didn't tell everyone. And then we got to hole 17 and I turned to Timmy and I'm like, do not tell Mike, but we're up by one. Right <laughs> and he's like, yep. no worries. So we're going back in and I'm just like, and then Mike's like, yeah, how do you think we did? I was like, I think we won. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I had the live leaderboard app the entire time and we're currently winning on that. And he was, you didn't tell us. I was like, no, no, we would have gotten in our heads. Like I'm good. Like I needed you to, to, I needed all of us to be at our best. That's amazing. So what was your final, final score? 
minus 14 under. So that's a 58 there because they're 72. Foxborough Country Club, by the way, local local course, absolute gem. Great course. Great course. Oh, spot. Bright guy, you would love it on some holes and some holes uh, when you would smack it and get the caboose right through the ball, you would hate it because if you go off on your spot by like five yards, you're in garbage. Timmy rolled on a par five, roll like hit the fairway, rolled into the woods, into- out of bounds. Was it dry? No, it was a bad hop. Oh, Tim on hole eight on hole. Nine, dog leg, right? Very dog bad leg, hop. Yeah. I think yeah. he, but he hit the fairway, bad hop, and then just like right into the woods. No ball, could not find it. Couldn't find that. it. Hate to see but that. It was overall, it was great. Brian, wish you were there. Jimmy was a great replacement. He just hit the ball 240 with his five wood, no more than 15 feet off the ground. Oh my uh, God. He was a good the greatest stinger. The greatest watch, stinger. Watch, watch your shins. <laughs> no, literally, like if there was anyone in front of us, we would have had to scream for because it was. First of all, it was going. Second of all, it was, a, it was just right. It was crazy. Were you how, all how low it was? You were all playing well. Yeah, I think all of us played. Actually, I think all of us played really well. Mike, Mike said he didn't play well, but Mike played well. Uh, yeah. Jimmy maybe, played. Maybe we, maybe we swap uh, Jimmy in for Mike. Like so. No. See, this is the best part because I was telling, and everyone was like, "Who played the worst?" And I was like, "Probably me." And then I was like, "This is the best part about starting the podcast. I can't get kicked off the scramble team." <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, you are. I, I was useless, useless on the putting green, as I'm just. I have no touch, no touch. Um, I'm telling yeah, you, everyone- Tim, you gotta, you gotta play two putters. Play two. So Tim's got two drivers in his bag. We don't. For everyone who's saying 14 clubs and the scramble, no one cares. No one cares. Right. No one's going around. No one's no one's counting. So Tim has two drivers. And if he's not, if he's not feeling one driver, he takes out the other driver. I'm wood based putter. Uh oh. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. It's Brendan that froze. Oh. Wow. Well, hello, everybody. This is the first, the O'Reilly boys. <laughs> oh, get over. We lost Brendan. Oh, he's back. Is he back? Oh, my <laughs> God. Parents, parents are back. Party's over. I just assumed oh. it was me, Brendan. I was like, no way. Yeah, Tim, Tim goes, can you hear me? I was like, yeah, it's not you. <laughs> it's not you this time. I just had a diet. I just had an unreal diatribe about Tim having two drivers and that he should also play two putters. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, and he, I was like, you weren't reacting, so I thought that you got offended. And uh, I was like, uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> All of a sudden, you blacked out. Last thing I heard was wood-based, and then that was it. Well, we'll see. Since I'm recording, we'll see if I if, if it comes through on that one or if you, if you guys are just like, oh, that's unreal. That would be fantastic if it doesn't come through. If, oh, if you wait. guys are just – yeah, so I said, like, you have a wood-based putter that's really heavy. And yep. so sometimes you're heavy handed with it. So if you take out the big light guy, you know, yep. if, if, a if lot it's... of, a lot of times I'm heavy handed for sure. Most of the time. So that might not be a bad idea, Brendan. I need it is, on the it fast is greens. What I'm telling you, it is one of the most beautiful putters I've ever seen though. Bry guy. I know you would probably say the same thing. It is yeah. a masterpiece. And, and the, I mean, the fact that it was handmade by our, our uncle who is a woodworker, it, it puts it even, even higher. You can't on, not on have it in the bag. 
You can't right. not have it in the back. You just right. need the I other butter it. also in the back. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. The, the only oh. time that's because even, even if that thing gets chipped or dented, you're throwing another coat on there. You're fixed. Oh, you're, yeah. Yeah. That's the only the only time you're, you're not going to have it is if it gets stolen or lost <laughs> yeah. or, or burns in a fire. <laughs> Tim that. did have one amazing putt, though, and I'll set the scene for this. So we had, it's, it's probably my favorite. I think it's my favorite hole at Foxborough. It's hole number seven or hole number, no, hole number seven, hole number seven. And it's kind of a short par four. So you have to the middle of the fairway, you've got about 220. And then it's probably, uh-oh, Timbo getting the call? Nope, nope, keep going. Oh, I'm listening. I was about to say this. I don't want you to have to take the call, but when you take the call and you got and you're just like, boys, gotta go, gotta go, boys. Like, no, no, no. That is always a podcast. That is a podcasting tradition, unlike any other. Um, yep. So it's about two twenty, and then you have a hundred yard shot in, or you can go over the trees and smack it, and it's about two seventy five, two eighty. Tim, I'd probably say right. It, yeah, it was. It, this is an ultimate scramble hole, Bry. It's like it, I think it's shorter, Brendan. To go direct line, it's like two fifty, direct line to the green. But if you yeah. go around, like the hole says, it plays like three seventy five or whatever it is. Yeah. So we get up there, and Jimmy takes hit a great the drive. Five wood. It's Brendan a great. Drive. A great it's drive. a very aggressive drive, but it's a great drive. No, you hit a great drive. I I did hit a great job. I was getting to mine. I oh, sorry. sorry. Sorry, I didn't want to. I was excited. I, I was excited. I, I teed up high. I teed up very high, and I'm just like, this has got to go high. And I put it about ten yards off the green. We had to yell four because the guy. We didn't know the guys were still on the green, and we saw him walking off as I was, as the ball was going. So I started screaming four. So they ran right, to right. their carts. I felt bad about that. Um, Michael gets up, and Mike tries to hit his absolute banana hook, banana. I'll call it a banana fade, but Mike has this amazing fade that he tries to hit when he, when he overswings, he has this like amazing hook and it's uh, it was a thing of beauty and it just got caught and it just hit a tree and it goes boom. And then Tim goes up and he hits it into the backyard behind the green. <laughs> too far. Too far. Too your, far. your rocket ball. Uh, fairway wood i'm assuming no i should have went with that but i teed it up high it's an elevated green too so it's an also it's also an elevated green so i it plays like 270 i would say like it plays about that yes yes you're correct and you have to hit it over the trees all carry yes Mm. perfect for brendan brendan's ball flight perfect for his ball flight perfect for my perfect for my very high ball flight it was amazing i felt like a god Yes. Uh, Macula drive. And then we all messed up our chips and then Tim and Timmy hit a 30 foot putt for us to, to, uh, to take home that bird. So unbelievable putt from Tim there too. score one for the Woody. There we go. That's pretty huge. Patrick, Patrick Marcy. Yeah. You know, would rub the right way. That's Uh, right. That's his, that's his slogan. Brendan, he has a, he used to have a guitar making company. And he oh. said, Morrissey Guitars, and it said, Wood Rub the Right Way. That was the slogan. We definitely, yeah, we used to, we hmm. used to wear those, those T-shirts around as kids, which is hilarious because we didn't yeah. understand it. <laughs> Holy Jesus. Yeah. We didn't understand okay. it. Hysterical. 
imagine you guys going to like the Newport Fest, like the Newport festival or anything like that just wearing those oh my god that'd be amazing bonnet yeah. shore wearing those bonnet oh, shore yeah, yeah we, we'd uh, definitely attract the wrong crowd yep. or, the, or yep. the right crowd i'm not sure right. but that's awesome i'm i'm happy to hear you guys took home the dub um i'm, I'm happy happy for your all you all no no uh no blazers as, as a prize no no, no jackets. 75 dollars to the pro shop 75 hey. i still have mine i still have mine i gotta go back i oh, gotta God. use it yeah they didn't sure it doesn't have... expire at the end of the season it does not expire it expires in like may of 2023 i think it's five. what are you gonna get like a pack of balls dozen balls the gloves uh no definitely not clubs it's only 75 bucks no i'll probably get like a pullover gloves. or something like that i think they just didn't have like great ones that day but i'm sure i could order one too hmm. i feel like that's like 75 i'm like i'm I'm thinking long-term. I'm going to need a glove. I'm going to need balls. Ne- I'm never mm. need. Yeah. So it's, I'm guessing that's what Tim did. Tim <laughs> got two, 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 what? Tim two, got gloves. two gloves, two hats. So we got really? one for you. You got, you got one for the bride guy as well. I don't know oh, if yeah? I spoiled a birthday party or a birthday. No, no, not a hat. Not a hat. Don't tell oh. him what I got him, but it okay. wasn't a hat. I won't, but we, but we got you something. We got you something since you didn't, since you couldn't make it. Well, yeah. Tim got you something. I That's wasn't that. Sweet. I wasn't that nice. <laughs> Super sweet. I didn't get you anything in Hawaii, so I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Hey, just don't. The, just know that the fire to win the blue jacket is not gone away because we won this one. We're still, not. We still, no, not even close. Those blue yes. jackets are ours. So yeah, when, oh my. When, yeah. When's the next next scramble? When, when That's what I'm play? saying. So listeners out there. So I know Mikey's playing in one two weeks away. Uh, with his boss but listeners out there we know that scramble season and golf season is coming to a close but if anyone has anything they would like to invite the duffing up boys we will pay in full we will get there and we will ask two questions yep uh a question <laughs> yep a question where's no. the first tee and what's the course record where's the first tee and what's and the how, course record? and how much are mulligans <laughs> and, yes and how much are mulligans and who cheats the moat because we have been very lucky i think we've been to two scra- we've, we've played together in two scramble events and neither have been like cheater scramble events right right correct. And you can i mean there are some events where like i i remember us talking about it with uh with john on here shout out john panone by the way of spargo golf Legend. first episode ever to get 100 fall 100 downloads so thank you you must be just you just must you must have a, a sign up at the shop. <laughs> Probably, the right? You, hey, we gotta go. We, he wants us to go to the shop too, so we gotta do that. Um yeah, but, I need him to, to fix my six, six iron. Oh, that'd be amazing. Get some new groove. I, I I'll just bring over wedges to be like, can you sharpen these grooves? <laughs> do you know how to do that? Can you show me how to sharpen grooves? Lord knows I need to spin these balls back. Um but so with that, um there are very, very big cheating scrambles. Like he was like at one time, he said that him and his group shot 17 under, uh, a 17 under, and they lost by four shots. I don't know if you guys remember that. Someone shot 21 under in a scramble event. And that's when I'm just like, no, you didn't. No, you most certainly did not. Right. How many, how many hole in ones? How many hole in ones you got? How many mulligans? So you eagled every par four. I'm sorry, every par five. You eagled every par five. And you birdied every par four and par three. That's mis- mistake-free golf. Yep. Not a, not a that's mistake. a perfect round. Perfect round. 
literally. I don't care what anyone says. Like, I, I don't know if you could do that. I, nope. I am playing in a scramble on Saturday with, with my buddies from college at, uh, at Pembroke CC. It's a charity tournament that we, we play every year. It's for um, the Adam Salhaney Foundation. Um, my college roommate, uh, Peter, Peter Salhaney, his, his brother, um, passed away. So they, they put together a memorial tournament. So a bunch of us college guys like to, to put a foursome together and play every year. So I'm pretty pumped. It's at Pembroke CC. I don't know if either of you have played there before in Pembroke, Mass. Beautiful course. It's actually owned by Jeremy Roenick, the, the uh, former NHL player, um, local guy. But he, he owns the course. And it's, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It's 12 o'clock on a Saturday. So noon shotgun start on a Saturday, prime spot. Yeah. Will, will you get it in? I mean, the I sun know. is going down. Yeah, and and it's supposed to potentially be rain around five. Oh yeah, we're supposed to get we're supposed to get the remnants of of uh, Ian right yeah. that week. Ian, hey, Ian, Hurricane Ian. That's he's going to be tropical storming on Hilton Head coming up, so that's going to be upsetting. But uh, but Patting down the hatches for sure. Oh yeah, yep. But I mean, hey, at least hey, shout out to everyone in Florida right now. I hope I hope everyone's doing okay. That seems horrendous, uh, absolutely horrendous. Yeah, thoughts um, and prayers. But yeah, so that's awesome that you are playing in a scramble. But but and Mikey's playing in a scramble. But if anyone has has a couple couple extra areas that they want to go ahead and uh, tell the Duffin up boys. Hey, you know, come on in. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? We'll be there. We'll be there. Yep. And do you think cake would be more offended to be called a pie or a pie would be more offended to be a cake? That's the other question I'm going to ask. Yeah. That's, that's question number three. Sorry. We have three questions. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? And do you think cake would be more offended? That's the greatest, that's the greatest thing we've ever done. That is, (laughs) I am shocked at that. Like out of all, the videos that I cut up, like, how has that not gone viral on, on any social media yet? It's upsetting. It's incredibly upsetting. Ryan, are you in or out on carrot cake? Um, I, I'm in, I'm in on it. I like, <laughs> I think I like it more because it's, it's always readily available at our, at our household. I feel like <laughs> yeah, my, my dad loves carrot cake for breakfast. My, my dad loves it. And does he, does he love carrot cake or is it one of those things like grandma, grandma, like just pe- like we peg him now as a carrot cake guy and we bring it I to him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Cause friend of my, dad, my dad has a hilarious thing where he doesn't like orange foods. Um, like he's a like cantaloupe. He's out on, he's out on that. Just cause like, I don't know if it's cause it's orange, but he just, the, the foods he doesn't, like to consume tend to be orange and but he loves carrot cake so i i i think he's backtracking on on this to be fair carrot cake is brown the actual color of the cake is brown something i love something i love is they always put the little carrot like the the frosted carrots that's great like no other dessert does that like blueberry pies you don't put little blueberries on it like any any of those kind of things we should when we when when Duffin Up go if Duffin Up ever goes under and we turn from Duffin Up podcast into the Duffin Up pastry podcast, yeah, <laughs> which may actually happen, seeing as how ha- like for the last like four episodes, half an hour of the pod has just been about delicious desserts and pastries. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea. I don't hate it at all. 
Good oh my god. Back. With the Trill Boys, we just went down the rabbit hole of dessert, snack. Like it was, it was one of the best. It was one of the best. I still haven't finished that episode because it, it was a long it one. It was long. Yeah. And, and we are caught long. up on the desserts conversation currently in, in where I'm at in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, uh, the, like last 30 that minutes. Is, that is our second longest podcast behind our boy, uh, behind our boy Ryan, Ryan Murray from, from the Tea at High pod. Uh, that is our second longest podcast. And it was, it was a doozy. It was a doozy. Absolutely loved it though. Uh, speaking of loving stuff that doesn't love you back or speaking of things that people don't really, I don't know if it got like a lot of love this, this year, but, uh, but we'll go back to golf and talk a little president's cup that, uh, Mm. probably none of us really, really watched all that much. That's my that's my president's cup introduction. I was I was so more interested in like just the presidents like actually being there, like seeing Bill Clinton and George W. Bush there. I was like, wow, that's cool. And uh just like seeing people like, like how close they got to people and like they you know, they're retired. They're they're living life, they're still presidents. I mean, they still got Secret Service following around. But yeah. like you see all these professional golfers and they're famous people, but then you're like all right, but that's a president. The, There's been president, 46 of you. Yes. Which is, it's kind of funny because like, same with like their prime ministers too and other places, like where you're like president, obviously four years, maybe eight years if you're lucky. But then, yeah, you go back to just being like a civilian. Obviously you still have like secret service and stuff, but like, it's so bizarre to have like, it feels, it feels, reminds me of like the masters or like any tournament where you have like, all the all the masters returning to one room and like meeting and and so you like you'll have all the the current living presidents in one room um and it's just like every day as opposed to like the queen who is is the oldest uh reigning uh i guess queen or just any any kind monarch, of monarch in general yeah in general 70 years which is like funny because like she never was back to a civilian like she joined in very at an early age and was there the whole time so it's not like she she's always been a public figure and like this famous person whereas like presidents obviously are famous people too now but like less so like they're just like not as it's not as like seeing a current president is so much crazier than seeing like Mm -hmm. an old president it's it's kind of a funny thing yep yep i also didn't know that the president's cup was like was it is it like I don't know. I didn't. I didn't correlate that with actual presidents. I thought it was just no, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I think it me was neither. started by George H. W. Bush. I think that's why it's called the President's Cup. Makes sense. It's yeah. like the Ryder Cup. Like, is is it by the Ryder Moving Company? I, right. I don't know what the Ryder. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. I don't, I don't... Yeah, those uh, radio flyers. Oh, I think of radio flyers. That's different, Ryder. But yeah. It's too. I actually have no idea why it's called the Ryder Cup, which is great. Is it Samuel Ryder? Like he was one day he's gonna be a Ryder Cup hero and they knew it. It's like the Solheim Cup named after Solheim, the ping guy. It's like it. Uh, yep. Trying to look it up. Hardly newer. Yeah, that's 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 kind of the ultimate the what's, yep, what's his name? Uh that guy's the 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 comedian that says that joke. Um he's in it's Caddyshack. Not, uh... He's in Caddyshack, the Oh, Rodney Dangerfield? Yeah, isn't that a Rodney Dangerfield joke? Isn't that the... I don't know. I don't know, actually. I think it... I mean, it sounds like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, nice oh, hat. Yeah, nice hat. Oh, what did you get? A free haircut or a bowl of soup with that haircut? Free bowl of soup. Oh, what a gang to You know, some, we were putting the other day. I was in another scramble for uh, the fire department. And someone, the, uh, my buddy, he kept saying, it's the Dalai Lama. He yeah. kept saying it as he kept saying it as we were putting. I could not stop laughing. That's he's like the Dalai Lama would love that. It was pretty funny, pretty funny. Something you don't think of the Dalai Lama. Yeah, it's oh. one of those one of those quotes. Bill, I mean Bill Murray, just immaculate. Yeah. I'm I'm waiting for him to show up in my life randomly as he shows up in everybody's life randomly. Just <laughs> true. Isn't it insane? Isn't it insane that that like he'll just ran like. He's uh he's six degrees of Kevin Bacon, except he's one degree of Bill Murray. And by one degree, I mean he just will stand yep. right next to you for no reason whatsoever. And then just oh. just be there. <laughs> yeah. I mean he like he he looks he he has a distinct look to him. I don't know if I know anybody that looks like Bill Murray, but he also has the tendency to blend in with the crowd <laughs> and just look like yep. any other old guy. <laughs> yep. That's true. I'm wondering if he's going to pop over my shoulder right now, or we're going to go on a call and he's going to be there. Imagine. I think it'd be unbelievable. I think it'd be weirder if he popped over Brendan and I's shoulder in in the privacy of our own (laughs) home, but nothing's out of the question. But Brendan, Brendan, did you watch any of the President's Cup? So I will be completely honest. I watched uh, zero of it on Thursday and Friday, Uh, especially once they went up eight to two, the U.S. I thought then. My boy. Uh oh. Is that him? Became an absolute or... superstar. B man, I think when you get super excited and like loud, <laughs> you, you just your your uh, screen keeps. Pausing. My connection is unstable again. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's it's when you become unstable, your connection becomes unstable. You get all worked up. <laughs> Valid points. Valid points. Valid points. I love it. Try to try to say everything you were about to say, but in a in a more hinged way. You're getting unhinged a little bit. I was, I was. Uh, <laughs> as everyone knows, each each of us on this podcast have our favorite Korean golfer, and yes. my favorite Korean golfer just happened to be Thomas the Tank Kim. <laughs> and Thomas the Tank Kim just decided to be an absolute superstar this weekend. Yeah, he was nice and really good. Absolutely. Him and of course, Mr. Siwoo shaking that ass, Kim. Siwoo shaking that ass, shaking that ass, shaking that ass. That is definitely the most personality we've seen out of Jordan's feet. Is that, that is the only is personality we've bit. seen out of yeah. Jordan's feet? <laughs> it's hysterical. It, it's such a good clip. Uh, but uh, but Siwoo Kim, Tom Kim came alive. Uh, basically it just turned into like the South Koreans and Sebastian Munoz versus mm-hmm. the U S and, yeah. uh, they did pretty well. They came back Trevor Immelman. I got to give him major credit. Um, that's a name. That's yep. nice. <laughs> able to galvanize them after being down eight, two, they came back to make it 11 to seven. You knew it wasn't going to happen, but that's okay. Um, Max Homa for the U S side. Amazing. Four Oh and Oh. Kevin Kisner didn't do anything, but boy, did he say, he was like, they only put, put me on this team. So for the after party, yeah. I was like, yeah, Cl- next time. Guy. To be- <laughs> Big clubhouse guy. 
Vice yep. Captain Kiz has a great ring to it as well. Imagine him as like just the locker room guy. They say like Fred Couples. Fred Couples is now like basically going to be the vice captain for everything because everyone says he's just an absolute locker room glue guy and yep. amazing. And I'm like, okay. Also, flashback to that time where I said that Fred Couples never made a Ryder Cup team, and it turns out he made six Ryder Cup teams. So, yep. you know, that 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 was that was also a, a Brendan bad right there. That's what happens when Brendan doesn't get fact-checked. <laughs> I love that. The more people you add to the pod, the more fact-checked you'll get. <laughs> people. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. No. I think my favorite favorite story about Fred Couples is the, the reason why he doesn't wear golf gloves. Are you, are you guys familiar with that? why he he doesn't wear a golf glove when he golfs no so fred couples back in the day i think when he was coming up as maybe an amateur or just like first first year maybe college or amateur coming up he uh he was at a he was he was at got a bar or something or a restaurant and at a diner and he he like was ordering just eating and the bartender or the waitress was like what what's going on with your hand there because he had the meanest like golf tan line with it from his golf glove and so he said like since then he never wore a golf glove because he he, he was he didn't want a tan line he was embarrassed by the, the golf tan line isn't that awesome he got absolutely <laughs> wow. shamed into not wearing a golf glove oh, <laughs> that's yeah. brutal yeah but i mean it's Man. like it's it's like the least surprising because he's so easygoing that it's like surprised that he even considered wearing a golf club back in the day i feel like it's like right. he's all natural just his like, hand must be just one giant callus yeah <laughs> like yeah. just one enormous but but callus. he's but no tan lines <laughs> that's, that's no true tan lines. that was important to him so i love that maybe that's why people started taking the gloves off after each shot just for the tan line I mean, I would do uh, it. I, I would do it off because I get sweaty. I do. I do it, yeah, I, I do it for sweat, um, but also the tan line too. That's it's important. I never even think about that, mm. but I think about that with a hat. That's one of the reasons I don't wear a hat. It's because I don't want a tan line on my head. Mm. Huh. I know, like now, like Patrick Reed, the Patrick Reed tan line. Yeah, the, the Stewart sink, the Stewart sink, the Stewart sink is is always amazing because he is the baldest man in the world. Yeah, and that's he takes true. Takes it off, and it is tan, yep. white. <laughs> it it makes no sense. Like they, I mean, they obviously wear the golf the the hat when they're golfing, but they're also like millionaires. So in there, I know they're going on lavish like beach vacations are they st- why are they still wearing a hat you got to work on that yeah. you should wear a, a neck gaiter up to here <laughs> and just only tan this part even it out even it out yeah they just need some yeah. tips from carlos boozer and just paint their head that's all they need to do from back in the day just paint your head you'll be fine yeah that's a good look that's for sure a good look right you should, uh no brendan just said sewer sink is the baldest man in the in uh in the world and that statement seemed outlandish at first and seemed ridiculous at first, but you might be correct because once you reach a certain point of bald, you can't be any more bald. So, <laughs> so he is. So there is like about 45 million people who are all the most bald people in the world. Yeah. So we're obviously not bringing sir? in other, you know, actual like medical diseases like no, 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 or anything like that. Of course, but, right. of course not. But boy, He's he's bald. Like oh, he is. this uh, this picture I'm looking at is tough. It looks like he's wearing like one of those bald caps like that you wear to, to like as a costume to it looks like the six flags guy. That's tough. 
Um, but speaking of that, speaking of having money and, and baldness, I mean, I'm not bald shaming anybody, especially not our Lord and Savior Tiger Woods, but he can afford plugs. Is he, I mean, he doesn't care. <laughs> he does not care. He's got to keep that hat on, though. It's tough. Yeah, he's got to get the hat. Tough to look at. I mean, LeBron did it. He fixed his hairline. Did he? I mean, took a while. Took a while. Yeah. Took about a year and a half. I mean, it's still pretty, pretty high. I mean, I'm not one to talk. I have a huge forehead, but he, yeah, it's like we're not, we're not one to talk. Our hairlines aren't great, but a tiger, man, you like either keep the hat on or, or do something. Just, the best is when he, he also has like not just the goat, when he has the goatee as well. And it's like, it's, it's almost like maybe you should just like take that and put a little, you know, kind of, kind of straighten it out up there, make, make it look all nice and good. But yeah, it's, uh, the, the, the spot in the back has grown significantly over the past five years, I would say for, for, for LT Greg. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's, he's fine. He, he he's something about that Nike hat on his head. Just, it's almost like it's a part of him. He's got I was going to say, meanwhile, John Daly, uh, Full head of hair, amazing beard. Yeah. What and, else can you do? And probably Average lifestyle. Probably down yonder as well. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez! Oh jeez! Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh Peter! Oh, oh. oh man! Well. Oh. Ahead, I mean. Anyway, speaking of I down know. under, Greg Norman. Is, is, oh God! Uh, we don't even need to talk nice. about live golf. We don't even need to talk about live golf this week. <laughs> We don't even, it, we, yeah, we will. There's a, lot, but, there's a lot of bullet points on the show notes. I thought no, you wanted to get into it. Well, the problem is, is that everything now is about, like, literally now with the off season, like, everything's about it. And this was just a big week mm. with that stuff. Um, yeah. I just wanted to say, as much as I appreciate the President's Cup trying to be, and it's not like a junior Ryder Cup or anything like that, but as much as they are trying to make it the same, it's just not, and it's really sad. And unfortunately, like Tim and I talked about last week with our friend Ryan McHugh, uh, live, live, destroy, live Golf destroyed the international team. Destroyed mm-hmm. it with them not being able to play anymore. They would have had six guys at least from Live. Um, so that kind of sucks. And we bored Brian, and Brian decided to leave. <laughs> oh, man. But so, yes, we we do have some points on Liv. Uh, yep. Quickly, Phil Mickelson took his name out of the lawsuit. Yes, yes, he did. Very surprised. Not actually, really, not that surprising because he's been kind of pointing not. at it for a couple weeks. Right. Uh, he, as well as Ian Poulter, uh, Hudson Swafford, and Taylor Gooch all took their names out. Taylor Gooch, I thought was going to die on this hill. I thought Taylor Gooch was going to go full villain and just be like the last guy along with live golf. Like I expected Taylor Gooch to go full villain and he decided against it. So good for him. Yes. Uh, so this, it, it turned out to be a better tournament than we thought. Um, and obviously it was a blow. So I didn't really tune in the first couple of days and then it started getting not close, but like uh, just like it wasn't a complete blow, blow, but then by the end we were like, all right, this is a blow, blow, blow. But it was it was still exciting to have that that the way they set that course up. Um, uh, Brendan, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they took 16, 17, and 18 on that Hall course, and they moved it into 13, 14, and 15. 
just because you know how like on a, a match yeah, play, the 18th like, a was of- not the normal 18th, which I was kind of mad about if I'm being completely honest. Because I love Quail Hollow's 18 with the river cut and right through it. Like I freaking love that. Right, but they put that as the, as the 15th hole because they thought people would finish there a lot. So they thought it would come in because obviously the 18th hole doesn't come into play on a lot of yeah things. So I they, think they 16 sure. would have been better. I think 16 would have been better for that, but true. You never true. know. Okay, that would have been that would have been good. The green. I love that we we went from we went from Presidents Cup to Live Golf, then back to Presidents Cup. Yeah, I was like, sorry yeah. about that. Sorry about that. My evolved. No, you're good. There's no problem. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I... Our our listeners are going to be so disappointed that we jumped jumped around, and then they're going to go back to their normal lives. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh shit! They're going to be pumped that we followed back. We we loop back on it. I mean, they did. They're very happy that we. I I will say though, yeah, no. So they wanted they wanted the 18th, like as they wanted the 18th in the tournament, which a lot of times you're right. Like the it doesn't go to 18 holes. Like people finish two up, people finish three up. I just missed I just missed it being the actual 18th hole. And like when I saw yeah. what the when I saw what the 18th hole was, I was like, oh, man, really? Yep. Like yep. I was like, this is such a bad 18th hole. Like it's just not the 18th hole. So, and if I say 18th hole one more time, people are going to go nuts. So I'm not saying it again, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, I, I just think I understand what they're trying to do with it. I, I really enjoyed like the comeback. I thought that was awesome. Like I, if it finally felt like, cause if they, if the U S would have blown them out like crazy, it might have spelled right. the end of the present. Like, legitimately, they might have been like, all right, I guess we're done. Like, would have been bad. I agree. Brendan. Uh, all right, so now back to live. <laughs> um, we lost Brian no. again. As soon as we get back to live, we lost Brian. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but I love... I, I kind of I'm kind of in on just like following live now just to just to see what's going on and it's it's interesting just to see how it transpires and I do like the lawsuit thing uh people dropping it like you said um just kind of like uh you can't have your cake and eat it too I mean yep if you if you chose live you chose live and whatnot I mean I'm sure I'm sure in the near future Brendan you didn't dis- you disagree with me in the Masters but I think the Masters is very soon is just going to let all players in no matter live PGA tour and I think it's just going to be that uh, majors are going to be the majors it's going to be even more better because when you think about it majors are already awesome but then when it's the only four events that PGA tour players and live players are playing at I mean it's must watch TV must watch TV I mean, we're already watching them anyway, so who the hell knows? But we'll see what the average fan likes. Yeah, I, I, I have that. I, I mean, I don't have any inside sources because we don't have inside sources because I'm doing the podcast from my basement and right. uh, I'm not a golf insider. But this is just an opinion that may have a little bit of backing to it. But what we heard a lot from Mick from Phil and from Bubba and from the guys that have won the masters basically saying, well, if they don't want me there, I don't want to be like Phil being like, I fully expect to be there, but if they don't want me there, that's their choice. Like I have a feeling that a lot of them have already been told, like, you're not coming. Like Phil last year was told like, you're not coming. So that's, 
that's why I'm thinking that way. I think the U.S. Open and the Open Championship are always going to have the Opens. Like, I feel like they're always going to have Open qualifying, everything like that. Um, But I am, I I don't think they're going to change because then they're not an Open. Like, you know what I mean? Then they're not a true Open. Mm -hmm. And anybody can play. Yep. Right. Danny Woodhead almost qualified for the U.S. Open this year. He played football. (laughs) <laughs> like, cool. well, but um, athletes are just athletes athletes i know are just athletes it's crazy There's but a- yeah we'll see i mean the pga definitely not like the pga it's it's already the worst out of the four majors anyways but they're definitely not gonna let the guys the live guys play so yeah they don't even wanna they don't even wanna Braga guy thoughts since you're back yeah sorry about that i had to go back <laughs> had to pee so bad I, I apologize. Throughout the whole workday, I'm just drink chugging water. I'm staying hydrated, and so um, I, it was building up. So I appreciate. Uh, I wasn't leaving because of live, though. I that's how I feel mentally. Is I check out when it turns to live because I don't know enough, and I don't care enough because it doesn't affect my day to day. But in regards to the Masters, yeah, I, I I do agree with that. I feel like if anything, the past winners will potentially. Um, be able to play um, but it be, it's going to be tough to to be able to invite those who haven't won and are on live I guess that's yes. my thing though is the past winners have been the most vocal about like well if they don't want me there blah 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 and I'm sitting there and I'm like when Bubba said that about Augusta I was like I was shocked because that means that like yes it came up in a question but I feel like no one would answer it that way unless they already had like someone reach out to them and basically be like, yeah, you're like, we're most likely not going to let you play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think, I think, I don't think, I think they're going to have to let them play because think of all the people who aren't going to be able to play at the masters, like Patrick Reed, DJ, you're telling me Augusta wants to leave all of those people out. I mean, yeah, we want to leave Patrick Reed out, but Hideki Matsuyama, not Hideki Matsuyama, but you know what I mean? Um, DJ. I was about to say, did you do you know something that we don't know yet? No, 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 no. We got no, another little apologies. signing. Not Hideki. Not Hideki. No please. So you're gonna have what's his name? Uh, what's the guy's name who wears the suspenders? Oh, Sandy Lyle. You leave Sandy, Sandy? Lyle alone. You leave I know, Sandy but like, Lyle alone. you think the Masters wants to have Sandy Lyle playing over Dustin Johnson, and that is nothing against Sandy Lyle. I love that he plays in the suspenders every single year, and uh, but. They got they gotta have DJ. They gotta have Patrick Reed. Who else? Who else are we missing? Bill, Bubba. Bingo, bingo. You gotta have gotta have Danny Will Danny Willett, although mm-hmm. he's he's on the PGA tour, so <laughs> all right, we could do without him. I, yeah, I want yeah. Danny Willett to go to the go to live. <laughs> yeah. That was the got... most disappointing winner when he won. No offense, Danny Willett, but man. Yeah, it was Who like when Webb contend- Simpson won the US Open. It was just like, okay. It's yeah. so so weird to see Danny Willett in the Masters Champions photo every year. It's so bizarre. He's so out of place. I, I don't One think of I, he these talks to anybody. Things is not like the other. He definitely, does, he definitely doesn't talk to everybody. Doesn't add nope. up. Charles yeah. Swarsell not going to be able to play. Ooh, oh yeah, girl. I forgot. Louis Usuzen never won it. Only no. one major. Only one major. You won the oh, two thousand St. Andrews. Yep. St. Andrews. Yep. Charles Swarsell not going to be able to play. Imagine. Magic. 
be but, crazy. Like not having not having Cam Smith, even though he's not. I mean, he's been. You no, know, he's not, not a, a winner, player. but he, but boy, a uh, boy, he, do I miss Cam Smith. I love the way. I yeah. love the way he plays. No, he's the one guy for sure that uh, he's. I think he's the biggest miss. Like, uh, I don't. I go back between him and DJ because, like, I actually like DJ was always great to watch, but DJ's now 38, 39. He's up there. He's, I think he's probably 39. 39, yeah. Let's let's double check. Let's double check. Dustin Johnson. Nope. Fact check it. <laughs> 38, 38. Ooh. Wow. So 38. So he was getting up. I mean, again, like that doesn't really matter because Phil won a, a major when he was literally 50. So it's not as big of a deal as it used to be, but um, no. DJ, I always loved watching Cam Smith. I loved watching love what, I mean, I still watch the live tour events, so I, I love watching them, but yeah, very interesting stuff. Um, Kind of sad, but I do think I do think um, they're also going to look into changing up the exemptions now too. Like yeah. other majors, you may like I. I just think there's going to be something because I think last year they didn't have time to plan out because it was just like, well, if you already qualified, you already qualified. We can't really kick you out because remember, right. Liv didn't start until the week after the PG, two weeks after the PGA Championship, right? Mm-hmm. Is DJ played in the PGA? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bunch of guys did. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, the big the big one is uh, U.S. Open was the one that was like riddled riddled like that was the big contract. That was like the U.S. Open was the time. Yeah, and they didn't say anything on. until Tuesday, like literally like the day before the guys were about to tee off. They're like, "All right, you can play." <laughs> Make them sweat. Yep. But yeah, so we'll see, man. We'll see. I I I don't. Again, that's not insider baseball. But uh, nope. I just have a feeling that's something – I feel like Augusta would be the one, minus the PGA Championship because it's run by the PGA of America and you have to be a member of the PGA of America in order to play in it or uh, another PGA sponsored, and they're not. And so because once they go to live, they lost their PGA – you know, their PGA status as well as their PGA Tour status. So blah, 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 everything like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's more likely that people play at the Masters than at TPC uh, Sagres, the Players Championship. I mean, well, they won't play though. at the player. They won't play at the that, players. Yeah, that's easy, but just like think well, about it that see, way. You see, they uh, they swapped out Cam Cam Smith's parking spot at uh, at the. They did. Players really very petty, very, very petty. What did they replace it with? Uh, didn't they replace it with like head crap? Yeah, or something? golfers only, like uh, professional golfers only. Hmm. Oh, that's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Absolute. The Thomas of all petties right there. Absolutely brutal. That's tough. Oh, man. Just, I just love, love, the, love the thought of the, the maintenance guy going out there and crank, cranking, cranking the, the, the wrench and, and replacing the sign, just being like, he probably wasn't in on it. He was probably just like, damn, just one more thing. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Just do it. <laughs> Oh man. Well, boys. Then we got a golfer bowl this week. Oh my God. I didn't even think of one. Oh, that's okay. Mm. We'll save it. We'll save it. We got a great, we got two great guests coming on next week, guys. So I'm very excited about them. This was, we haven't done a just Duffin' up boys podcast in a little while. 
I do miss these. I've missed these I miss very it. much. I, I, I love having it. I love having the guests on, but it's always fun when we can do it once in a while where it's where it's just the boys again. Mikey would have been out of his mind still about Foxborough. We'll we'll have to break when when he comes back on, he'll be all like amped up still about it. So it'll be great talking to him. it'll be great hearing from him. Yep. But uh yeah, boys, absolute fantastic as always. Very, very, very happy to be here. Thank you to all everyone who's listening. Thank you to thank you to my mom who listens. <laughs> thank you, thank you to everyone else who's who's out there listening. Uh, we very much appreciate it. And, and yeah. thank you for everyone, everyone in this uh, city for not needing anyone because we got to do this whole thing and I'm pumped. Now I get to go eat. Shout out to Warwick, Rhode Island for not starting a fire throughout this entire hour podcast. We are so proud of you. This has been great. This Hi, been boys. Great. Let's get out there. Let's let's duff it up and and have a have a great week, everyone. Play better. Yeah. Play, Play better. better.